You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, folks. It's another another good day. Good day. I know there's craziness all around you, and I know that uh, if the uh, Democrats have their way, uh, you're going to be cowering in fear, hiding in your closet, uh, confined to your home, uh, whatever they can do to instill the most fear in you. But but uh, look, uh, let that fear go. Uh, at least while you're here with me uh, on the On Point with Victor show, I'm going to make it all better. <laughs> Look, uh, it's a good day. And like I say all the time, if you woke up this morning, which means you're above the ground, it's a good day. And, and you need to start your day like that every day. Get up and be thankful that you woke up. And then start tackling your day. And and when you when you finish one task... That's a jump start to the next task. And just live your days that way. And remember what I said about that chip on your shoulder. If you went to bed with a chip on your shoulder, make sure it fell off during the night. And if it didn't, then get up and knock the chip off. Because uh, life is pretty hard. (laughs) And if you go through it with a chip on your shoulder, it's going to be harder. So anyway, folks, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is America's Web Radio. Uh, I am Victor there is and of course this is on point with victor thank you all for tuning in i just want to say thank you thank you thank you can't thank you enough uh just the numbers of, of you guys of the viewership and the the listenership that's happening to this show is awesome can't thank you enough so thank you thank you thank you for tuning in again this week um there's a lot to get to today uh, <laughs> i mean what can I say? You know, I've, I've tried not to say too much about the mask fight and, and the mask craze uh, because I – look, I, uh, I for one, I, I do look at the science. I do look at the data, and I'm not talking about models, and I'm not talking about pol- politicizing uh, data. Just the real data. And look, folks, it's it's 50-50. You can find data that says masks work, and you can find just as much as say they don't. And I'm one of those that if you're a healthy person, I think uh, you you don't need to be wearing one all the time. Uh, There's going to be more problems from it. Um, you don't need to be trapping your your exhaled carbon, di- carbon dioxide. You don't need to be trapping that and sucking it back in for hours and hours and hours at a time for days and days and days and days. Um, now, that being said, I, I don't have a problem if you're in high risk. Of course, if you go out in public, wear the mask. It can't hurt to have that little bit feeling of protectiveness, I guess, uh, if that works for you. Um but where I stand with this is in no way, shape, or form should the government be mandating mask wearing. Where, First of all, where do they think they're deriving this power? And folks, we the people are the ones who are going to set the power limits for government because they're, they don't care about the Constitution. And, and too often, the, the appointed judges... Uh, whether they were appointed by Obama or Bush or Clinton or the first Bush, too often they go with the big state or they go with big government. Um, this is not a conspiracy, folks. It's just the way it is. And so it really is into the hands of we the people. And 
if we the people continue to sit and allow government to take more power, more power, whether it's in the name of the children or in the name of a pandemic or in the name of your health, government will always come up with a creative reason to seize more power and take power over you. Uh, history shows it. You guys know I'm a history buff, and I know you probably get tired of hearing me say it, but I'm going to say it again over and over and over. History tells tells the tale. Uh, history is there. You talk about science and data and following the real data and following the real science. Well, you should follow real history. Um, government has shown time and time and time again they will never ever let an opportunity go where they can seize more power over you. And the only way in this country that that can be allowed is if we the people stand by and allow it to happen. So this is why you see the fear-mongering. This is why you see the Democrats uh, 100% pushing fear. Uh, the media is their arm pushing fear. And now the Democrats have brought back their uh, Antifa arm, uh, their BLM, the, the radical arm of the Democrat Party. You know, way back when, it was the KKK. Well, now it's BLM. Now it's Antifa. Um that might make some of you angry and uncomfortable, especially you, my Democrat friends out there. But it's the truth. Um, just look up their websites and see what they stand for. They are the Marxist arm of the Democrat Party. So you can have Pelosi and Schumer and Biden and, and Sanders and all these other Democrats who can uh, hide behind that radicalism. They'll tell you one thing while funding and pushing the radical side of that party. Um, and too often, they're helped by the establishment Republicans. Um, folks, I've got a story uh, to tell you about Lindsey Graham, so uh, I will get to that. So stay tuned today, uh, because if you've listened to me long enough, you know that I am no friend to the establishment Republicans, and I for darn sure am no friend to the Democrat Party of today. Uh, but, but in regards to this mask thing, look, the private sector is a great thing. Capitalism is a great thing. And most companies, whether you agree with it or not, look, I, I don't want to debate right now whether the mask is right or the mask is wrong. But what is a great thing that happens is that private business, again, whether you agree with it or not, doesn't matter. Private business, if they want to require masks, they can do so. And, and, and no one should have a problem with that. Look, private businesses can require shoes. They can require shirts. Uh, they can require certain certain things or just flat out tell you they don't want to serve you. Um, of course, they got to be careful with certain reasons. Um, <laughs> you know, you can't discriminate and, and no one to the to the extent of uh, you can't say on the mass side that anyone is discriminating. I, I don't believe that's going on in mass systemic proportions anywhere in this country. Uh, but as far as requiring certain requirements, shoes, shirt, pants, um, <laughs> shorts. Um, businesses can require that. The private sector can require. So the private sector can require masks. They can say, if you want to enter this establishment, you have to wear a mask. And there's nothing wrong with that. Again, you don't have to agree with it, but you also don't have to uh, patronize that business. If, if you don't want to uh, go into that business because they require masks, then don't take your dollars there. You know, order out, do what you want, stay in your home, do what you want. But um, it's okay for private business to do this, but it is not okay 
for the federal government or local government, state government, local government, municipality government, whatever you want to call it, any type of government. In no way, shape, or form, A, do they have the power or the authority to force mask wearing, nor should they. And, and right now, this is how bad government wants the power. See, look, folks, I've talked about precedent before. Whenever precedent is set, then you're pretty much doomed. Because once government can do it once, they're going to do it again and again and again. And once they do it once and set the precedents, the next time they do it, it's going to be worse. And they're going to set a new precedent. And, and what irks, and if you have any doubt, and it irks me to no end, um, private sector has taken over the mask issue. Most of businesses are requiring it. You know, I stopped going to Costco myself because I didn't want to wear a mask. Um, I th- a mask inhibits my breathing, and and so I, you know, look, folks, I I just I'm not going to go into my health history, but I I don't like my breathing being restricted, and so I stopped going to Costco and I went to Sam's instead because they weren't requiring a mask. But you know what? Now I'm out of luck, and I'm going to have to wear a mask because now Walmart, Sam's, Costco, all of them. Most private businesses now, including restaurants, are starting to require masks. And again, that's their decision. It's their decision as a private business to require it. And it's your decision as a consumer whether to abide by it and go into the business or not. Uh, You don't have to go to that business. Um, But in no way, shape, or form should we allow government. But government so wants the power that even though the private sector has stepped up to the plate, so to speak, because there isn't any baseball player stepping up to the plate right now, because thank you, Fauci. Um, So, But right now, private business is stepping up to the plate. They they are. And they're requiring masks. They're taking the warning from the government know-it-alls or, or again, I shouldn't do that. Um, Some of them have, have, do have I guess your health in mind, and 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 if they think a mask helps, then they're requ- they're requesting that people wear masks. That's fine. Government can request, and private business is picking up, and they're saying, you know what, we're going to take the heat of CDC or or government, whatever, and they're requiring masks. That's okay. It's a private business, and the government ought to back off right now. the The great example I'm seeing of this is Governor Kemp in Atlanta and Georgia, the state of Georgia. Governor Kemp has looked, and he's saying, look. The, the businesses are taking care of this. Businesses are requiring masks. There is no need for a, a government mandate of mask wearing. Businesses are doing the job. They're doing it. They've stepped up. But yet the Democrats in the state of Georgia are losing their mind. And some Republicans, some of the establishment Republicans uh, are going along with Democrats and they want to push for government for enforcing of mask wearing. Folks, this is ridiculous. It really is. But that's how much the government wants power over you. And I don't care if you're a Democrat. You know, one of the things that I just don't understand is how you can continue to... So if you're a Democrat and you just, for some reason, you think you're married to the letter D, um, that you continue to, to give such power to the government... And then they abuse it and slap you down with it. But then you turn around and you want to give them more. There, there's no, show me in history where 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 the the government has taken power over you, and then released that power, or your life has become better because of it. It's just there's just very few examples of that, folks. 
And, and I am telling you, you may laugh at me and think, oh, it's just a mask, Victor. Victor, 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 it's just a mask. I'm, I'm going to feel better, Victor, and I'm going to protect myself, and, and, and I'm going to protect you. Well, you know what, folks? We don't really know that. Uh, but, but like I said, private business is stepping up, and they're requiring masks. There is no need for government, nanny government, daddy government, mother government to come along and go behind the private business who's already doing what, what they're requesting – and then say, well, we must enforce it. Because, folks, now it's not going to be just business. If government gets involved in this and they get their their mandated mask wearing, it's not going to be just business. It's going to be when you step foot outside your house. And then that's going to lead to, well, you're in your car, but you got to have your mask on because you're outside your house. And that's going to lead to, well, you need to wear your mask in your house. And and I, you may be laughing at me, folks, and you may think that you can get away with doing not wearing it in your ma- in your house. The fact of the matter is the government will never stop with a little bit. They're going to go take that mandate as far as they can take it. And that is why we must must put our feet in the ground and say, no, in this country, the free markets, capitalism, free business, private business, they're stepping up to plate. They're requiring it. That is all that's needed. There is no need for the government of the United States, whether the state level, municipality level, the federal level, no need for them to have that power, of which they don't have anyway. You you pull out the Constitution and show me where they can derive the power to, infor- to force people to wear something. Just like the government can't force you to buy a product, they cannot force you to wear these masks, folks. So, but it really shouldn't be a fight. It, we should be adults, and the Democrats need to step back and go, wow, we should congratulate private business. You know, come up with ways to incentivize them for doing the right thing. Maybe that's the way to go. But it, enforcing is not the way to go. Uh, all right, folks, when we come back, we're going to get into some more topics. You hang tight. This is On Point with Victor. You're listening to America's Web Radio. Whether cruising the strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. And thank you for listening to America's Web Radio. I want to remind everybody that we have a program going on called the Patron Program. You can go online to our website, and there's a block that says Patron. You can become a patron for anywhere from... Five to ten, twenty, twenty-five, fifty bucks. If you uh, sign up for the five or ten dollar, you get a hat like 
Victor is wearing right at the moment that says USA. It's That's a good-looking right. cap. US of a. And you may not look as good at it as I do, or David does, but you two could have one. That's right. <laughs> now, if you sign up for a... Twenty-five or fifty dollar. I, I said the, the cap goes with a a, a five, ten, or twenty dollar uh, patron per month. If you sign up for the twenty-five or fifty patron per month, we'll send you a three by five outdoor American flag, and they're really nice. They're weatherproof and all this, and uh, they are really nice flags. So. Think about it, and uh, we're not trying to bribe you into anything, but, uh, you know, it's uh, the shows that we put on, which are outstanding shows, everything from online to we've got Locked and Loaded, we've got Doctor's Lounge coming up uh, tomorrow, and uh, Let's Talk Venezuelan, which is doing just absolutely chart-busting. Nobody else does shows like us. We do a show strictly for land surveyors and then we have our agent in charge formerly a a homeland security agent and he gives us the inside scoop on what's going on so tune in and then help support us by becoming a patron you'll be getting a newsletter you'll be getting a cap or a uh, god bless america bumper sticker or a flag depending on what level you sign in for so with that being said we want to again thank you for the great numbers that you're giving us Absolutely. and uh, tuning in for us and we do appreciate that and we'll be back with victor right after this you're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, folks. We're back. Again, this is the hat. Uh, you might see it better this way. It kind of didn't look, uh, couldn't really see the good eagle on the front. Uh, but uh, definitely, folks, and look, if you have questions, email me, victor at americaswebradio.com, victor at americaswebradio.com. I won't even make you spell out my last name. And also, look, all you listeners out there, if you're not following me on Instagram yet, make sure you do, Radio Victor. Just look me up, Radio Victor, on Instagram. Tell your friends, tell everybody, tell your parents, tell your brothers, or tell your sisters. Them that they can go and get any of the archives. <laughs> That's right iTunes or YouTube. Any uh, any podcast, uh, right? Any platform you've got, you can listen to uh, On Point with Victor or or any really any show that you want from America's Web Radio. Find it on americaswebradio.com. Uh, if you go to any podcast, you can also find uh, America's Web Radio. You can find On Point with Victor. Just do your little search and uh, search DuckDuckGo or search Google, and you will find On Point with Victor wherever you uh, wherever platform will have me, <laughs> and most of them will. Um, all right, let's get back to this. You know, I'm talking about the mask, and, and look, I, I just want you guys to understand, and, and I, I'm full disclosure here, folks. Um, I, I myself do not uh, wear a mask whenever I don't have to. <laughs> you know, some places, some stores, I have to get dog food, and I've got to get some food for myself and uh, my family. So, uh, you know, I'll put on the mask. And I'll tell you what, folks, look. Um, well, let me let me back up a little bit. The reason why I'm full disclosure is I, I want you to know I I myself uh, have done research and and I'm just saying uh, I I don't like the idea of wearing a mask. And um, are there times to wear one? Sure. Uh, wearing them all the time? No. Uh, 
but that being said, I don't have a problem with the private sector requiring masks. I do have a problem with giving the government the power to force you to wear masks. Now, look, I had an awesome listener, great listener, uh, that chimed in just a little while ago, and he asked, uh, uh, how is this different from requiring a helmet for motorcycle riding well here's the thing folks when you when you pick up when you go get your license and and you're you know you get on the motorcycle uh or a car uh you're paying taxes you're paying road taxes and and the government uses those taxes to 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 make the roads and keep the roads and keep them safe and funds the police officers to, to help keep people safe uh so there's a lot involved there so because you're required it's basically a privilege that you have to ride on the roadways. I mean, you're paying the taxes, and they're using that tax money. Um, so there are little things, yeah, maybe the government can can request or, or demand or, or require. Now, me personally, um, I don't need the government to tell me to wear a helmet on a motorcycle. Um, you guys, many of you know that I, I've been riding motorcycles since I was eight years old, and I won't get on a motorcycle without a helmet whether I'm on the dirt or the street. Now, when I'm riding on the street, uh, I folks, I went riding this weekend, and I had a glorious time. Uh, it was 98 degrees, maybe, uh, probably 100 and something degrees in my jacket and helmet, uh, but I still had a glorious time. But my point there is, no matter how hot and sunny it is, if I decide to take my motorcycle out, I don't do it without a helmet, and I don't do it without a leather jacket. I wear the proper equipment. I don't do it without boots. I don't do it without proper jeans. Um, it's For me, ladies and gentlemen, I've seen a lot of <laughs> of motorcycle accidents and so i like to prepare myself i would rather sweat and be safe than to be cool and lose my skin uh, I, uh, i've i've picked up a number of motorcycle accidents mm-hmm. and uh you know it's amazing what a uh, tar road will do to a body it's, on a 150 foot awful. skid and then oh it's awful mm-hmm. and uh the biker a uh, pretty good chance that you know if they don't hit their head mm-hmm Pretty good chance they'll survive, mm-hmm. but they will survive miserably. 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 It I, will be the hardest stay eight I, weeks, ten weeks in a hospital yeah, that they can that imagine. They can imagine skin grafts galore. Oh, and just, um, look, folks, I have a. I, I've had people that have asked me, "Oh, how can you wear that jacket in weather like this?" And if my if a right friend is with me, that's riding with me, I just tell them, "Lift up your shirt," because I have a good friend that went down on the highway and uh, or on the roadway. And he didn't have a jacket on. The shirt isn't going to protect you. That shirt's going to be gone. <laughs> it's going to disintegrate. And then your skin disintegrates. And it and ain't that bad uh, to wear leather pants either. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Even chaps. Put them over yeah. your jeans. Uh, you're absolutely right. But now the technology has gotten so great and, there's, and the motorcycle companies are so awesome that there are specially, special jeans made uh, with reinforced thread and, and fibers that protect your body, you know, so you don't have to wear the leather pants. So there's so many safety things out there, and, and there are summer jackets, and there, you know, there's just good stuff to wear. And um, so anyway, my point being is, I don't need the government, I don't need daddy government or mother government to tell me to wear a helmet. So I actually, uh, I don't believe that we should have helmet laws on the books. Um, I think if you're dumb enough to go ride a bike down the highway with no helmet. Then you're you're putting yourself in that situation. Now, the argument against that is that well, if that person goes down without a helmet, then we, the people, the taxpayer, are going to have to pay for his medical care, especially if he doesn't have insurance. Uh, so 
I can understand that. I, you know, I can give the government a pass on requiring helmets. I still think they have more important things to do than mandate helmet wearing uh, to take up that time because we have there's a lot of issues in this country that need to be solved. Um, but again, I, I can see it both ways. But but my gut reaction has always been, no, you don't need a helmet law. Um, there are plenty of states that don't have a helmet law. And uh, again, if you need the government to tell you to wear a helmet when you ride a motorcycle, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I don't know if you can be helped. I don't know if that law is going to help you. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, um, but as far as it, it, the mask, and, and again, thank you, listener out there. That was a really, really good question. Um, because, and again, it's a, it's when you're paying taxes for the road and the government's fixing the roads and things, you know, they can make laws that go along with the road. Uh, but when it comes to mandating you to wear a mask, that's like mandating you to buy a product, uh, Obamacare, uh, which we see what a failure that is. Uh, but it, it, even if, even if, uh, Obamacare was a great idea and even if it worked, the government still doesn't have the power nor the authority to force you to buy it. Uh, if, folks, if we go down that road, this is a bad, uh, what do people say, rabbit hole. Uh, you don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, if if the government can force you to buy one thing, they're gonna they can force you to buy something else. And if the and, and let me let me take it this far, you see what the government what government's trying to do through through the, uh, the environmental climate global warming movement. Um, how would you like to be forced to buy a one cylinder car that goes twenty five miles an hour? Um, you may be laughing right now, but that's the road you lead or you're putting yourself on if you give the government the kind of power to force you to buy a product. And the same thing with mask wearing. If the government has the power to force you to wear a mask, what's next? A burqa? What's ne- Are they going to force you to wear face coverings now? Uh, head coverings? I mean, come on, folks. This I, I am not using hyperbole here. I am not making outrageous examples or predictions. The government has shown throughout their history, if you give them power, they will take that power and increase it every which way they can. You want a big, big example, ladies and gentlemen? Please, please, especially if your children are at home and you're having to educate them, pull out a, a, a uh, constitution, pull out a book on the constitution. Uh, you can find the constitution for dummies uh, or whatever the cliff notes, uh, whatever it is, you can find a good uh, uh, explanation of the constitution, or at least you can find a book that will, that will has it a little bit easier for you to read the constitution. So you can actually see what it says. And the constitution is clear. And here's my best example for you. There are 18 enumerated powers in the United States Constitution, 18 very clear enumerated powers, and those are the only powers the federal government, per the Constitution, should have. But look where we are today, folks. Look where we are today. If we were at the point where the government was only exercising the 18 enumerated powers given to them by the Constitution, we would be a much better country today, and government would be this big instead of the mammoth that it is. And folks, the federal government is supposed to be limited and it's supposed to be small per the Constitution. But because of fancy lawyers and and radical judges and activist judges uh, and 
Democrats who love power and establishment Republicans who love power. You know the difference between uh, a, a Democrat loving power and an establishment Republican loving power? The difference is the, the, the Democrats that love power want to control it all. And the establishment Republicans are okay as long as they get to enjoy the power from the back seat. So you have Democrats that love power so much that they want to control it. And then you have the establishment Republicans that say, yeah, we're okay with the power. We'll just fight you, and we'll try and limit your power a little bit as long as you let us play in the sandbox and have some power too. That's really the difference. There's not much difference, but that's the difference right there. Um, this is why I talk so much about the Freedom Caucus and why we need more. We need to throw out a lot of, uh, of the establishment Republicans with the Democrats and bring in a lot of young, vibrant uh, conservative-minded, constitutionally-minded, libertarian-minded uh, people to serve. Uh, we really do, folks. We really do. But 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 anyway, that's the best example I can give you. Look up 18 enumerated powers. Those are the powers given to the government by the Constitution. Uh, everything else is supposed to reside by the state. Now, if a state wants to go have its little socialist utopia, they can do that. They actually can uh, because in the state – the people will vote, and the state can, can do what, what the people vote for. But on the federal level, there's 18 enumerated powers, folks, and that's it. But take a look how big the federal government is and how much of your life they control and how much the federal government controls of the state. Folks, another example, government shouldn't, the federal government should have zero to do with education. And they'll tell you, oh, no, the states set their education. No, they don't. Just go look back at the Obama years, the Clinton years, the Bush years. Look back at what they did. Every time a state tried to step away from federal mandated education, uh, when they tried to step away and take some of the power back, federal government said, we've got the money. If you don't indoctrinate the children the way we want you to, you're not getting this money. No road money, no education, This blah, blah, and blah, and blah. That's how the federal government works. And it's awful, folks. And we, 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 one day maybe we will wake up, I hope, because we've got to take that power back. Um, I know I've gone a long way with the mask issue, but, but that's what I, I, I just, I, I, that's just some examples that I can give you of the rabbit hole you'll go down if you let government set the precedent by forcing you to do something that they don't have the power to do. And again, why are they even trying when private business, private sector has already instituted mask wearing? Um, I, I mean, just about every business is requiring it, folks. So, and let's face it, when you're outside and you can social distance, which again, there's science all over the place about this. Um, but if you're in a dog park or a regular park and you're social distancing, you don't need a mask to begin with. But yet the government wants to force you to wear one. You gotta ask yourself why. Okay, don't go anywhere. We will be right back and we will move on, I promise. Uh, stay tuned and we'll get into, uh, uh, why, uh, Biden is Sanders' puppet. <laughs> Alright, we'll be right back. This is America's Web Radio. How, how do you know I'll let you come back? Oh, well, uh, the graces of the legend, <laughs> maybe, will let me come back. Okay, just a reminder, folks, we have some of the greatest shows going. Uh, tomorrow is Pete Mecca and his show, a veteran story. The last one uh, was fantastic. It was about World War II, and uh, the gentleman that uh, was a guest was just absolutely great. And then uh, we also tomorrow have Agent in Charge. That's uh, a buddy of mine, Sandy Bostick, and uh, he'll be calling in from Texas and doing his show as always. And that's just sort of a 
a scratch of the surface. We've got the Doctor's Lounge coming up. We've got David's pick on uh, Thursday. We have uh, Healthcare Insight and Let's Talk Venezuelan on Thursday. And those are all great, great shows. And uh, we have... Oh, just a number of different shows that are just terrific. And if uh, you want to be a part of America's Web Radio, just become a patron and um, get one of the caps, uh, depending on uh, how you come in. One of the caps are a uh, 3 by 5 uh, American flag. That's uh, I'm flying one in my house. You're flying one in your house? I At, thought you were going to put it outside. Outside the house. Oh, outside the house. Okay. <laughs> but it is an awesome flag. It really is. And... Uh, so we've got just all sorts of things. We've got some bumper stickers, if you like them, uh, God Bless America, that are very cool and very uh, good-looking for your car. If that's, I'm not a bumper sticker person myself, but uh, they uh, a lot of folks like them, and a lot of folks want to express their feelings, just like I express, or Victor and I express our <laughs> feelings. That's uh, his flag flying all outside his house and my flag flying out out. Inside my house. Not and, afraid uh, to show my feelings. <laughs> not afraid at all. And, uh, you know, it's like, uh, believe it or not, there are people that are afraid. And there's there's the flag right there, as a matter of fact. And uh, we have a number of them, and uh, we want you to participate and uh, become a patron of America's Web Radio. It'll make you feel good, and it'll... Make my banker feel good too, which which he hadn't been feeling real good lately. But and we'd like to cheer him up. I think he's got a continual uh, COVID or something like that. But anyway, we want to cheer him up and make him happy with us. So as uh, we talk, want to remind everybody that after the on point with Victor, we have Mister B coming up and right. locked, and, locked and, and loaded. And that doesn't mean he comes in here loaded, by the way. He's just uh, <laughs> well, has one more chambered in his weapon. It's a different kind of loaded. <laughs> different kind of loaded. Okay, with that being said, hang in there. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. And by the way, that all of our shows, all of our shows, we even archive and let victor on point with victor we even we even archive him we put him in a freezer and uh stuff him away for a little while and when he's ready to come out of the freezer uh we chip the ice off and uh, the archive plays i come out looking younger than ever <laughs> yeah that's right that's right but anyway uh we archive all of our shows and saturday we did a uh, the classic car show with jim Weber and Steve Ronaldo, and their special guest was Steve Moskowitz. He is the executive director of AACA, and you folks that are into classic cars know exactly what AACA is, Antique Automobile um, Club of America, and it is great. And he was telling us about how 
the COVID virus has uh, turned them upside down and backwards because of the having to reschedule or cancel different events that they had planned for 2020. And, you know, Victor, this is, uh, and your mic is on, by the way, Victor, this is something that, you know, I keep talking about the domino effect and have, but this thing, you know, AACA cancels an event. It clobbers the hotels, it clobbers the gas station, it clobbers the restaurant. It mm-hmm. just on and on and on. Of, of people don't realize, and, and in fact, David, I'm going to get to a little bit, a bit about that in a few, but people don't realize the down effect um, and how many people, if you just shut down one event or you, you shut down a business, how many people's lives are affected by it. Oh, and, it's incredible. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm going to actually, I got a little bit, a uh, little piece about that today, too. Well, you know, beyond that, and I, well, I do want to mention one other thing, and that is we do, or Deiru, who is our Kung Fu master here at America's Web Radio, he does a show every Friday at 11 o'clock called, uh, well, he does meditation, and we invite you to meditate with Deiru. And you can go online to his show and meditate with him anytime you want to. And, folks, let me tell you, we need it all we can get and all the prayers we can get for our country and our people. I have, I'm in my mid-70s, and I have never seen what I've seen in the past couple of months. And, it's, and yes, it's the... COVID-19, but it's also what it's done to our to the stress factor in our lives. And it's just absolutely incredible whether you've been slapped upside the head and, and had coronavirus or you've just been business-wise affected by it, just like we've been affected by it. Well, how could a radio station be? Well, when uh, you can't have people in your store, you don't want to advertise. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yes, it has affected us in many, many ways. So, uh, you know, and it's and it's affected people's attitudes, the way they address people. The, uh, <laughs> there's no service in service departments anymore, Mm-mm. and uh, I can imagine it's just we've given we've get, look customer service for a lot of people were bad to begin with, and now we've given them a ticket yeah. just to be even worse. And it's you know the the all of this is going to come to. Uh, it's going to come to a head, and 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 there's a lot of things that are going to filter through, uh, and and you know we the people we'll we'll fix this. Yeah. I hope when well, it's that, going to take some time. Like you said, so it's going to come to a head, and when that pimple pops, look out! <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be, be a messy gonna, one. It's going to be like the scene in Animal House when <laughs> it puts the mouthful of mashed potatoes in. If you've never <laughs> seen it, look it up. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, you know, I guess the other thing that really really concerns me, particularly because. Uh, uh, one of my army buddies, one of closest, one of my closest friends, lives in Portland, and um, you know, if mm. it was just the terrorist or just the quote unquote protesters, that would be one thing. But egged on by Portland's mayor, that guy, I thought Pelosi and and uh, Flintstone and uh, Schumer and some of the others, uh, Schumer. And uh, some of the others were dumb, but this guy, he may take the AOC cake. Uh, <laughs> and Lightfoot in Chicago, she is a lightweight Lightfoot. And yeah. uh, 
you know, I just and this ain't going to end until order is restored. Yeah. And quite frankly, I don't care how mm-hmm. or who restores it. We can dig up Matt Dillon and uh, let him restore it. <laughs> but anyway, back to Victor Armanderas. That's uh, pretty good, David. You're getting good with those R's. <laughs> um, it's those yeah, I've been taking. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, look, folks, um, I actually, I've got, I, I want to get to, um, I'll get to a little bit of the uh, the lawlessness that's going on and, and what we, you're right, David, we're going to have to take take control back at some point. Um, but let me, let me get, I'll, I'll finish up with this mask thing and the mask fight. Look, folks, let me point out something else to you. Um, the party that is trying to defund police, the party that is telling you you can't defend yourself, the party that is telling you that uh, police are no longer needed nor wanted, that party wants to now use the police to force you to wear a mask. Does any of that make sense? Any of this, folks, the, the party... The Democrat Party and some establishment Republicans and the media, the lamestream media, that want to defund the police, that want to hang the police, that want to jail the police, they want to run police out of town, that those people want to turn around and give the police the power to get in front of you and force you to wear a mask. What is this going to lead to? This is going to lead to more issues. The, the cops have enough to deal with when it comes to crime, especially right now. And now you want that cop to to pull over and get in somebody's face and confront them over not wearing a mask outside, outside where it's 90-something degrees in most of the country, outside where the sun shines bright, outside where the virus isn't going to live, outside where you can social distance, where no mask in the world is going to make a darn bit of difference. But yet, they want to give the power to the police to confront you, have a possible confrontation over a mask. How does this make sense? Folks, I tell you all the time, progressivism, liberalism, uh, Marxism, I mean, this mind thought that, that these Democrats are into in now and the media is pushing, it just doesn't make sense. It's constantly in battle with itself. So again, here we have the progressives, the liberals, the Democrats, um, which progressives, progressives is a better name for it. liberal liberalism really isn't a good name for them, uh, to be honest with you, with what they're doing. Really, uh, progressivism and Marxism is, is the better name for today's Democrat Party. But look how it conflicts itself. On the one hand, you can't defend yourself. We don't need police. But then we have to have police enforce mask wearing. You see, folks, they they cannot make any sense and don't make sense. The progressive movement, the Marxism movement, none of it makes sense what the Democrats are doing today with some help from establishment Republicans. Um, it just doesn't make sense. But it's all in a quest for power. They are so blinded by power. That common sense and logic goes out the window. And that's how they can look at you with a straight face and say, we're going to defund the police. And then go, oh, but these police are going to have the power to force you to wear a mask on your face. I'm telling you, folks, it's a bad, 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 bad road to go down. And there's no need for it because private business, the private sector has stepped up 
and they're requiring masks. And in this country that is built on the idea, on the ideals of freedom and liberty, this country, of all countries in the world, shouldn't even have an argument of government-mandated mask. It should be, we have a private sector, and we have the consumer, and we have freedom. And if you don't want to go to that business because you don't want to wear a mask, by golly, you don't have to go. You can stay at home and you can call up Uber Eats or Postmates, whatever. You can today have whatever you need delivered to you from toilet paper, if they can find it, to food, to car parts can be delivered to your door. If you want to continue to put more money in Jeff Bezos' bank account, then order everything you need from Amazon. That's your choice as a consumer. And that's the way it should be. It should be your choice. If you don't want to go to a private business because they're making you wear a mask, then don't go. But it should be your choice, not the government's. All right. I think I made that point clear. Uh, look, I want to I want to <laughs> touch a little bit about Biden. Look, folks, if you think Biden is out there giving these speeches and reading these speeches, if you think any of this is is the Biden of old, you're kidding yourself. Biden is not Biden. Biden barely knows where he is today, let alone where he was yesterday. And uh, if you want to know, uh, one of the people, look, folks, <laughs> if you want to know where a lot, look. You can no longer say Biden is moderate. Biden is, is, is offering up everything that Sanders wants him to. Basically, what you're not seeing behind that uh, podium or behind the desk or wherever in the basement that Biden's hiding, what you don't see when he comes out to read, you're not seeing Bernie Sanders' arm go so far up Biden's derriere that Biden is probably going to get lockjaw. And I'm sorry to paint such a picture for you, <laughs> but I am telling he does, you. He does sort of uh, remind me of that guy that used to be on the doofus-looking uh, dummy that... Uh, one of the ventriloquists? Yeah. That, yeah. I think uh, I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of the name. Yeah, and um, he used to be on... Uh, on uh, yeah, I kind of can visualize it, I think, but when, I can't remember. Uh, when the cable man was on and Foxworthy, yeah. and mm-hmm. and they'd bring him out. And yep, yep, yep. I can't um Had the big cheeks. and It might be. Well, I know Jeff Dunham is the big guy right now, but there was one before him. I can't remember either, but, but, I, but, but folks, I'm not kidding. Bernie Sanders has his arm so far up Biden's derriere that Biden's going to get lockjaw because Biden can't control <laughs> the way he speaks. And, uh, and again, it might not be the best picture, but this is what's happening. And if you just listen to what Biden is saying and Biden is proposing, they're all Bernie Sanders proposals. They're the Green New Deal. Um, Biden has gone. He's been captured by the radical left and he's being controlled. Uh, so, folks, uh, I, I kid you not. All you got to do is listen to them. All right, we're going to go to another break, and when we come back, uh, I got a little bit more to get into about the McCloskeys. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. And we're glad to have you listening to On Point with Victor, and we've got standing in the green room. Well, actually, well, actually, it is a green room. Come to think of yeah, it, it is a green room. In, uh, in uh, Brett's office, and uh, is Mister B, and he is locked and loaded. He came in with his own six pack. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding, Six folks, but back. it's going to be a good show, and uh, we appreciate you all listening in, and become a patron of America's Web Radio, and uh, depending on where you come in at, we'll give you a uh, flag suitable for framing, or 
an eight by ten glossy of of uh, Victor. Unfortunately, he 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 just prints. He doesn't write, and you know, like they don't teach writing anymore. So he he just prints his name. It's a big V and a big A. You know, for five dollars extra, I'll sign it with a big marker. <laughs> uh, get it now. That's a deal because down the road it's going to be way more than that for me to sign anything. <laughs> you think you'll? You think the, the uh, dementia will get you that it quick? Might, huh? It might. <laughs> anyway, we we do appreciate y'all listening to America's Web Radio, and we do have a good time here. And become a part of it. Become a patron, and you'll get some. Um, Pictures you won't believe, but they've been edited, so they're they're good, suitable for hanging uh, from an oak tree, and some uh, suitable for uh, a bull run. Anyway, you're listening to America's Web Radio. We're glad to have you listening, and we're going to get back to Victor right now. Here goes his music. He's ready. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I try to be standing at the ready. And, folks, if you stand with me, you'll never stand alone. Okay, look, uh, I I just got a great question from a listener down in Daytona. Uh, A few listeners down in Daytona. In fact, I think they're having a listening party uh, down in Daytona. So, first of all, let me thank them for uh, spreading the On Point with Victor show. Uh, But the listener in Daytona reminded me that I left you guys with a homework question last week. And the question was... Why do you think you're not seeing the riots being reported on TV anymore? Um, when was the last time you saw CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC? When was the last time you saw these guys uh, cover the uh, the rioting that's still going on? And and so uh, I, I promised an answer this week. So uh, let me get into that a little bit uh, since the wonderful listeners in Daytona are holding my feet to the fire. Uh, you know, folks, let this be a lesson. If you held the elected politicians feet to the fire like my listeners do <laughs> we would be in a better place uh so so listen folks just over the weekend um you had um the the portland portland is rapidly trying to to out radicalize seattle um the rioting that went folks there were police that were ambushed in chicago uh in, in a in a so-called peaceful riot there were, uh, I mean, the destruction and the businesses that were allowed to be destroyed in Portland over the weekend. Uh, that happened. But you're not seeing it on TV anywhere. Uh, Seattle is still an ongoing problem. There are cities after city, but mainly if you look at Portland, at the destruction that went on and the, and the uh, New York cops that were smacked over the head with a bat. Uh, you look at at uh, Chicago, where some cops were ambushed, and uh, I believe two of them might be still fighting for their life. Uh, folks, this is happening in your backyard. This is happening in your country, the United States of America. This kind of lawlessness is happening. But you're not seeing wall-to-wall coverage anymore. Do you remember, folks? Look, I'm old enough to remember just two, three weeks ago, it was wall-to-wall coverage. In fact, CNN and MSNBC and, and, and NBC, and they embedded reporters 
into the riots, the peaceful riots. They embedded reporters so they could bring you second-to-second on-the-ground coverage of the peaceful protest. Where is that now, folks? You want to know what happened? Let me tell you what happened. The American people are getting sick of this lawlessness. You know, I, I gave a prediction out a month ago, if not more, and I said that I'd refuse to believe that a majority of the American people will stand by and just and just be for this lawlessness. Lawlessness. Uh, they feel helpless right now, but they won't be helpless when they go to the ballot box. And I refuse to believe that the majority of the American people are going to go, ooh, that Biden guy wants to defund the police. And make no mistake, Joe Biden Biden will defund the police, or he will advocate for it. He will just call it something different. He will call it uh, redistribution of the police or the reallocation of police. It means the same thing. You're, if you're taking money from the police, you're defunding them. I don't care how Biden they get him. When Sanders' hand goes up there and Biden's mouth moves and those words come out of alloc- reallocate, I don't care what he says. They all mean the same thing, defunding of the police. So I, with, with what's going on, the American people just aren't going to go run to vote for lawlessness. And we really are coming down. The Democrats are giving President Trump a gift because they're making this election come out to lawless Democrats versus law-abiding Trump. And I know that may sound funny, but, but this election is rapidly coming down to do you want to vote for lawlessness or do you want to vote for freedom, liberty, and the American way? Do you want to vote for the American lifestyle where laws matter and rules matter? Or do you want to vote for lawlessness, which is the Democrat Party? Uh, I, I, I'm this Again, this is not hyperbole. This is the way this election is starting to unfold. And that is why you are not seeing uh, wall-to-wall coverage of the riots anymore. They, CNN and MSNBC and NBC and ABC and CBS, they don't want you to see the riots going on anymore. They don't want us, you to see that they're not peaceful. They don't want you to see what happened in Portland this weekend with the businesses being smashed and destroyed. Business after business after business being destroyed just this weekend. They don't want you to see that anymore. Why? Because they've got internal poll. Look, the Democrats don't go to the bathroom without taking a poll first. And their internal polling are showing that the American people are starting to turn away and they're angry and, and they're not happy with the lawlessness. So what do they do? Do they fix the problem? No, 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 no. They just take it off the airwaves so that if you're a CNN viewer or an MSN viewer or an ABC, NBC, PBS, if you're any of those viewers, you just won't see it. And they just they feel if you don't see it, then it's not happening. It's not really happening. Uh, just like, uh, you know, if I had something in this hand, but I'm really telling you to look at this hand, does that make what's in this hand go away? No, it doesn't. And uh, sorry, that's a visual for the people watching on the, on the cams. Um, but, folks, you get my point, and that's exactly what's happening. The, the Democrat Party doesn't do anything without polling. And now that they've seen that the American people are, are reacting very negatively to this lawlessness, the American people have figured out this is not peaceful protest. These, these are not protests about standing up for somebody's rights. These are not civil rights protests going on. These are riots. These are Marxist riots. These are move, this is a movement that is going on right now 
that's complete lawlessness, tearing down statues, tearing down businesses, blocking off streets, uh, pulling people out of their cars and beating them, uh, smacking cops with bats and then running into the crowd as to not be caught. Um, these are all dangerous, violent protesters, riots that's going on. And, and that is why you're not seeing this on TV anymore because the Democrats can't risk you seeing the truth. And then when they feel when they do the, the polls and they see that people aren't liking it, then it, they got to shut it down or, or at least not shut it down. They'll just cut it off the airways while they still feed and fund the riots. Uh, I mean, folks, it's very terrible what's going on. And, but, but that's the answer to that question. Now, look, folks, we are running out of time. No, so. uh, well, wait a second. Oh. Uh, I <laughs> think you, you just said a word, truth. Let me ask you, do you know what <laughs> de Blasio's name is? Oh, gosh. Uh, now, his real name, Warren <laughs> Wilhelm Jr., <laughs> as, as pointed out by Locked and Loaded Roger. David, I'm glad you brought that up, and I'm going to have to get to that next time. because, Or maybe Roger will talk about it Ro- today. Roger's going to talk about at um, least the article what, uh, that you found in uh, Wikipedia. Is that right? Yeah, it's in Wikipedia. It's you are Snopes. absolutely right, David. And that's, uh, you, you, you know, de Blasio... I mean, this guy has a record of... Why is this not on the mainstream media? That that, he's a communist. Because leftists don't care. That is something that would get out to the public, and the public may not like. Can't have that. We're going to get it out to the public right now. Right now. uh, De Blasio is a lying piece of garbage that uh, doesn't even go by his right name because he's a communist. That's an insult to garbage. Yeah, it is. Uh, We're talking about a guy who caused more death in New York because he sent uh, infected COVID-19 patients into elderly homes. Yeah. How does that make... But he gets away with it. Well... You know, he hadn't gotten away with it on America's Web Radio yet. That's right. He won't. uh, We will keep coming after that. (laughs) And he and uh, his buddy Kumo or Kumo or whatever his, you know, Mr. I've got all the answers. Douche Yeah. De Blasio has proven to be (laughs) totally inept and a communist. And the mainstream media, the folks that are listening to this now or later, Call and have people check it out. De Blasio, the mayor of New York, is a lying sob, and uh, and that's putting it nicely. And that's putting it nicely. And he yes. changed his name and legally. <laughs> yeah, he's you still know, he changed his name to protect himself. Yeah. Anyway, with that being yep. said, we got to get ready to get out of here. Oh, we still got. Well, we got uh, a minute and a half. We got go. we got locked and loaded coming up, so don't go anywhere. And uh, I might even stay a few minutes just to give Roger a little bit of uh, you know <laughs> a little <laughs> extra bit of thumb? material. I promise I won't pull a Sanders and put my arm oh, in any place. All right. Well, I want to remind everybody you can become a part of this. I was going to pull Biden and lick me on the neck. <laughs> And, and smell, smell your hair. What hair? 
Is this on? <laughs> yes, it's on. Oh, good. Because, you know, they took Joe Biden said he really liked the petting zoo he went to the other day. And then his assistant go, no, no, Joe, that was an elementary school. That was an elementary school. Oh, my goodness. Oh, well, how easy, easily Biden forgets where he is, you know. And and you shouldn't make fun of him. You ought to feel sorry for him. And, yeah, a little bit. Okay, well, with that being said, we're going to make like a tree and leave. Do you remember? that one make make like a shepherd and get the flock out of here yeah. all right we're out to america's web radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com thank you for listening